Hi there, guys. This is Watching People Cook. We're watching MasterChef Junior Season 7, Episode 5, Something to Trifle With. I'm Pepper Proxy. And I'm David, and I call this episode Trifle Not Awful. <laughs> well, that was last week, so it's sweet this week. Right, where they went yeah. from awful to trifle. Yeah, I like, I like that juxtaposition. Thank you. I do have a question for you, though. Yeah. Is trifle a thing? Oh, yeah. It is a thing. It's a British thing. It's like a layered dessert. But is it an... No. I, I. But is it an American thing? Is it something that kids would be like, Mom, can we have trifle for Can you do that tonight? in a British accent? <laughs> I probably could. But it would have to be, Mother, can we have that? But yeah, are there American kids asking for trifle? I bet you a penny on it. <laughs> is it like... Baskin Robbins trifle thirty one flavors out there. No, I I don't think so. But I do think maybe in some of the children's mansions, trifle is a dessert that's um, their maid makes for them. Yeah, that's that the help is taken care of for them. But the little that I know about the trifle dessert, and um, I. I wouldn't bet on this information. I just might be making it up. Mm -hmm. But I think it comes from like more grounded roots. It isn't necessarily like a super fancy um, upper class dessert. It's Mm -hmm. more of a like a working class um, put. And I think they call it pudding. They call all sweet things puddings, don't they? In in I don't know. Okay, I think they do. So what's the difference between a parfait and a and a trifle you're asking the wrong, the wrong it pepper seems, very similar i think i think the only difference is layers that a parfait you can kind of twirl it or stack it and however maybe. you want but that trifle as we learned has more, to have particular layers yeah more precision yeah well i was excited for you because we do know that there is a sweet sweet dump coming up there's a sweet um, dump. there's some foreshadowing for that so um so we do start with the team challenge with the kids um and i thought it was kind of cute because some of the kids didn't know what trifle was it didn't seem like it and jl when they're describing what the trifle is she says oh my god like just so much like excitement and enthusiasm well you do have to say too they're standing in front of a giant vat of trifle with clear sides so that you can make out the layers. And it looks like a cutaway of the Earth's surface to show the different layers yeah. of geologic geological settlement as it gets down into the Earth. Yeah. I was, ex- I was more excited about the custard layer, I think, than any of the other layers. I know. I do have to say, though, in terms of the dump... <laughs> I thought they were going to dump this clear hot tub of trifle on them, or that they would have to stand wait, in the clear wait, hot tub of trifle. Wait, where in the world do you do hot? I don't think that a trifle is a hot, hot dessert. No, but it, it's hot tub sized. Okay. It's a okay. clear, the like, clear hot tub of trifle. They're not going to scald these babies no, with trifle. No, but it would be like, yeah, so it's it's just a giant vat of trifle. Yeah, delicious, yum. Looks so mm-hmm. good. So um, they, there are three teams, um, uh, and 
Oh, I'm sorry. So the children are told that there are three teams that are um, going to be competing. And in order for them to figure out what team they're on, they get to go trifle in first through the trifle for a token. It's Willy Wonka and the Trifle Factory. Wouldn't you just love that? So, yeah, it looked fun. They were having a great time digging through um, trifle. They were. The lights were flashing. They were, like, Mm -hmm. squealing. Um, And uh, I like to read when they talk to him. He says... He's excited about the challenge and to be able to like dig through and, and figure out what team he is on because he said he's really good at crushing stuff and real, re, re, I think he said real good. He maybe said really good, but I think he said real good at whooping stuff, which yeah. made me happy to hear that come from Reed. I know you, you use the phrase real good. Oh yeah, I do. It's in your vocabulary. It's yeah. A, it's one of your, your phrases. Yeah. So, so maybe I'm projecting that onto Reed, but I, I think I heard him say that. It made me happy. And my my favorite result from it was um, Evie got a green chip and stuck it to her chin with excess trifle. <laughs> I know you have a soft spot in your heart for Evie. I do. We're going to be able to talk um, talk a little bit more about her yes. um, further in the episode. But one of my favorite parts about the, the team's Um, It was when, you know, Matthew, (laughs) he gets the golden token, which means he gets a free pass up to the balcony. And later in the competition, um, when they're making the trifles, I always wondered if he was wishing he was perhaps a participant. Yeah. Well, it wasn't really a cooking challenge. It was more of a construction challenge where they just are putting the components together, which I imagine for him would probably be more fun because he really likes the team effort. Like he loves working with the other kids. So I imagine that would be the case. And the only cooking, and I'm putting cooking in quotes with my fingers, that they do in the episode is whip and cream and um, punching graham crackers with their (laughs) fists. What one would you like to do? Um, I guess it would depend how my day went. Yeah. <laughs> if it was in a more meditative mood, probably the mixing. If I was frustrated, I would be want to punch those graham crackers. Silly. Yeah, and it, it was funny because when they were talking about the graham crackers, they said they were, it almost seemed like it was made up, like, importance of, like, hand, I think they said hand crumbled or, like, something. Yeah. I'm like, huh, that seems like it was just in in order to allow these children to punch the graham crackers. I, and I don't know that I would enjoy the flavor of graham crackers more knowing that they were hand crumbled. Or hand punched. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> punched. sometimes when someone says something's yeah. handmade, you're like, yeah. oh, that sounds so good, but like someone says, I crumbled that graham cracker with my own hand. Yeah. I'm not like delicious. And I'm thinking filthy, filthy graham crumbles. Well, they were trifling in the trifle before yeah. this, so yeah. it's not. They're all sticky. Yeah, um, <laughs> I agree. I the other thing that we do need to talk about, Matthew. One more piece of fashion. Um, did, were you able to notice the T-shirt he was wearing? I don't think I did. Okay, so um, it's my favorite so far because it looks like in our guest bedroom, the 
bedroom we call the hippo room. We have this beautiful display of handmade beetles and bugs. Mm -hmm. um, and it's kind of, they're all hung up mm -hmm. very artfully. Um, a good friend of mine put them together. Um, so it's like his shirt is very reminiscent of that beetle bug display. And it has all these colorful, cute, adorable beetle slash bugs on them. Mm-hmm. And you're wearing your bumblebee sweatshirt yeah, I today. I yeah, I so, Yeah. So I think Matthew and I are kindred spirits. Is that what it is? Maybe a little bit. Because then he says, Woohoo, I'm on top of this world. <laughs> he is. <laughs> I'm automatically in the top 14. This is the best day of my life. Which yeah. I believe. And as much fun as it was watching them construct the trifles, there isn't a whole lot to say because they tried to play up. One team was slow and precise. And yeah. But I think that was made up. One of the other things that they tried to play up that I'm not sure was that successful was they had this big lever, and whenever they pulled the lever, the, each contestant was supposed to switch to a different station. And that seemed, eh. That was to distract from the fact that they were just scooping pudding in a bowl. <laughs> Punching, punching, punching graham crackers for no reason. Although I do have to say, we um, during the whipping of the cream, you know how I feel about an angled whip. And Reed not only did it, one of the other student or one of the other children um, advised him, "Hey Reed, why don't you hold that mixer upright a little bit more?" And he t he took that that advice well. Um, but that was kind of like gave me um, a little bit bit of anxiety when I saw that. And then at the one of the very end, there was the free for all, which was like this very really big noise. It was total chaos, um, or I think they wanted it to be, and it kind of wasn't because Kyle was gently leading the red team. See how Sadie was like getting down and dirty and making things happen on the red team. So. Um, the one thing that I thought was outstanding from this segment was one of the children, and I don't know who said it, but when that special buzzer went off for the free-for-all, they said, this is the most important minute of your life. Which, which I can guarantee them is not true. <laughs> Maybe up to that point? I don't know. I don't know. think so. <laughs> the trifle uh, construction challenge might not be... In the top 10 moments of their lives. No, I, I agree. So, yeah, we, you know, the, we get um, a little bit of, you know, talking head from each person or a couple of the people on the teams. Um, and now they're told to jump into their giant trifle cups. Oh, no. We know what's happening next. We hear a uno, dos, tres from around. And we find out. If the green team has won or gets slathered in... Pudding. Pudding? Custard pudding? <laughs> One of them. <laughs> and I don't know if you noticed this, but of course they didn't win. And they no. have the like, yeah. the pudding yeah. pu the pudding dumped on top of them. Gordon Ramsay cannot contain himself in the background. He genuinely is cracking up. Yeah. Well, it's funny. And they're very excited, <laughs> which is more why it's funny... Then actually, it's 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 hilarious because they've managed to find a way to make the losing as good as the winning in a certain sense. Well, 
Well, yeah, they're kind of I disappointed could... that that went that they've lost, but they can't help but be delighted that they're in the sugar dump. Well, <laughs> the Sh- the Sheena Easton sugar dump. Wait, that's something else. Um, but no, here's the thing: the losing teams were. It was such a like a winning moment to have the dump that the red team actually won, mm-hmm. and you could see kind of disappointment on some of their faces that they weren't like covered in custard exactly so that is rectified yes gordon goes over and he yanks that chain and that custardy mess falls down upon them but then they get sent up to safety with matthew with um handmade trifles from christina tozy what a what a pleasure! Yes. I also like during. I think Ivy was the only one on the red team that really was happy to not to actually have won and not have the the, the dump because one, you know, she always has a cute little fedora right. on her head. Um, but two, I think she was just like she wasn't having any of it. I think she no. was just like we won. Like what's yeah. up with this business? And you can you notice I noticed that she was like plugging her ears mm-hmm. to like keep the custard out of them, hmm. which I thought was yeah. funny. Huh. Whatever. Okay. So now we are going on to the elimination challenge. Um, and it's the, the entire green team and the entire yellow team are cooking. And Ben, who is on, I think he was on the yellow team, he still says, I'm happy to be in the elimination challenge because I get to cook. And he said that kind of like just with such genuine like sweetness, it made me put him towards the top of my my leader field. Yes. Well, and he, he, um, he, uh, definitely bit into the challenge as well, which is the slider challenge. Yes. And Gordon Ramsay demonstrated sliders for them in the three kinds of slider that you can make. Only three. (laughs) Only three. One is meat, the other is fish, and the other is veggie. Yeah, that's all that. So somehow meat and fish... Get their own categories. They get their own categories, mm-hmm. and then veggie is everything else. Uh, all encompassing. <laughs> all encompassing. So he made his, and they looked good. Yeah. What kind of slider would you have made? Um, if I were gonna make a slider, I probably would have gone with um, probably pork. Just really? Because uh, of the high fat content, mm-hmm. and since it's small, and I'm not familiar with. Um, their grill and how it works, I would want something that I knew was going to stay juicy even if I slightly overcooked it. That's a good strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Because as we learned from Jaden, don't pick dry meat. Well, yeah. Yeah, he picked turkey. He picked a dry meat, but then he served it. We can jump ahead. Oh, yeah, we can jump around. It was raw and like poultry. You don't eat. I, Raw I, mean, I guess you can eat, but I think you can get like trichinosis or something from right. it. Right, and he was he was he was trying to draw on his Hawaiian heritage. Yeah, which was great. And when he served it, he even said, "This is my family on a plate." I know, I know. Which I was like, "Oh, I know." And then I know. and then he said that, and then Christina said, "Well, it looks like a dog chewed those." Okay, so the other thing that I was wondering about is if they have fed the kids. Because the 
they look pretty hungry. And Evie, when um, when Gordon was doing the demo, she was like clapping her hands, holding them up to her face, saying that looks so good. And then we learned that the slider is her most favorite food. Yes, it is. And how many billion ha has she eaten? A lot, like 40 billion. Yeah, I think she said 40 billion. <laughs> That's what she said. And then she points to her like a little short sleeve shirt and says, I have a trick up my sleeve. And so that's that's she does foreshadowing. Too. Yeah. Um, so then we also hear um, see a little bit from Seattle Sadie, who says um, from the peanut gallery, um, juice some limes, girl, um, which I thought kind of seemed a little out of character. And then we see a little bit more from Shay. Shay was going was making crab for his crab cakes, for his. And um, while he was describing his slider, they cut to Ivy slouched over, looking incredibly bored. <laughs> I, did, I missed that. <laughs> yeah, she had her fedora and face, like, pressed up against a post and her mouth half open going, ah, like, while he was talking. Which, you know, those reaction shots are just cut in randomly, so I don't know that he was actually doing it, yeah. but... Well, or she could have just been like in awe, in awe, <laughs> in awe of the um, the crab uh, slider, crab cake slider, um, or just like she just ate a giant Christina Tosi. That's like, true. Trifle. Maybe she was in a sugar coma. It's possible. The other thing about Che is we learned that he likes to crab with his dad and his brothers, um, and then the thing that kind of scared me a little bit was when he said. He mixes chicken with his with his crab sliders. That's an odd thing. Which seemed a little odd. Um, Crabs are the chicken of the sea. <laughs> what would Starkiss Star say about that? I don't know. Was that Starkiss? Yes. <laughs> with what, Charlie? I think so. Yeah. Um, and then Ben is also making another seafood-based slider. Mm-hmm. He is. Oyster. And he wants to open an ocean cafe because he loves the ocean. Um, and we also learn that he's only made oysters once before in his entire life. And you want to know where that was? I know where. <laughs> where, where was that, David? Spain in a cooking class. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's got to be tough. Yes. I know. <laughs> only once. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about Jaden and his pineapple um, burger. I don't think we need to really say much more about it, except that Gordon says a pineapple turkey nightmare, um, which seemed pretty harsh. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, Nayeli is trying to make a fancy burger. Yeah. And um, hers looked, I mean, it's just ground beef and some seasoning. Yeah, it would. It kind of bummed me out a little bit because when Christina was just walking around before tasting even started, she said it looks it's a golf ball. Yeah, and I and think that kind of set set her off a little bit. It did, definitely did. So we hear some prayers being said about um, actual prayers um, about meat temperatures. Right. Right. <laughs> And then we have Ivy and Matthew having a conference up in the peanut gallery. Right. And they're both discussing the, the fate of Jaden and his pineapple turkey burger. Right. 
So it's time for tasting. Right. Um, I kind of felt like um, Ben, um, who was first up, with his uh, Spanish maybe learned oyster dish, got great feedback. He did. They really liked it. Um, he used potato chips, which was his experimentation for this. And uh, he said, if they taste as good as they look, I'm gold. Yeah. And, and, because they were gold. They were they were golden brown. Yeah. Um, and then um, Gordon asks Ben, um, what's your surname? And um, Ben kind of looked a little perplexed. I wasn't sure if he understood what that meant. And then Gordon said, Ramsey. And it seemed like Ben was tickled yeah. with that. So. Mm -hmm. And then, um, do you want to talk a little bit about Ch Che and uh, the crab cake? And well, <laughs> Aaron giving it to him straight. He, he did give it to him. He, they, he got some straight talk. Yeah. Which is... Um, he made a crab smoothie. He he took he took crab. Um, he put it in a juicer, and he used that Did little that little plastic pole. I don't think he shelled it either because that gets naturally taken out by the juicer, like seeds and yeah, pulp. Yeah. And he just jammed it down in there, and then it, Yum. it came out the other side. And he um, added some chicken and made a crab cake <laughs> out of it. And uh, so Aron wasn't impressed. Yeah, and and I feel like the judges are getting a little bit um, more constructive with their feedback because mm -hmm. in earlier episodes they would have never done a break before commercial with a judge saying something to a child like, "I'm going to give it to you straight, and I'm going to give it." to you real, yeah. then they cut to a commercial, then they come back, and the feedback is super tough. Right. Um, so I kind of feel like they're starting to narrow down the pack a little bit. It's true. So we're, we're going to talk about a part of the show that really is upsetting, and it's when the children cry. I know. Poor Naeli. It That was tough. I know. And she's a little sweet pea, and she came up crying because she had giant... Uh, monster meatballs on yeah. her slider, uh, they, which she, which were obviously too big to have been cooked properly. They were either going to be over or under. Well, it was like they were like golf balls. Like I, when like Christina said, they were like golf balls. They kind of look like little brown golf balls. And yeah. they talked a lot about just like gray meat. <laughs> just like, well, that's tough. I drove by that um, Buca de Beppo the other day. <laughs> And they have a giant, this is in Seattle, they had a giant mural on the side that said, like, I can't remember the exact words, but the gist of it was, home of the giant meatballs. Yeah. And I was like, that's not appetizing to me. Yeah, I don't think that place is for us. Well, it was just one of those things where I was like, the size of a meatball doesn't have any no. engagement. And, and Actually, the smaller the ball, the better in some cases because there's more browning and deliciousness and the meat-to-carbohydrate-to-sauce ratio is better than a giant hunk of ground. Right. Yeah. Well, you know balls. <laughs> I am a ball expert. I do know many different types. That's right. And I enjoy most. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then Malia 
who has just the sweetest voice. Oh my goodness, yeah. I didn't haven't really noticed it before, but tonight I was just like, oh, this little girl, she should do voiceover work. Mm Mm-hmm. Just tender. She's like a little adult. Yeah. Too in in the way that she carries herself. Yeah. And um, she uh, she she was fun to watch her cook her shrimp too. And, and like juice her lime. So it feels to me that Evie, Sadie, and Malia are like the trio. A click. Maybe. Yeah. I don't think they're they're necessarily like mean girls. No, they're just to the yeah. same age group, yeah. and they like one another, they and that's do. that's the natural. But I do have to say. Um, Malia's was probably delicious, but it did look like she took a slider bun and just put a couple shrimp on it. True. It wasn't really a slider. I'm glad she didn't grind it up or make no, juice out of it. No, but it was kind of a <laughs> it was kind of a shrimp sandwich. Yes, I, I I would have to agree with that. I wouldn't have called it a slider. Yeah, and then um, speaking of like uh, Seattle places, Reed comes on up and. He calls that burger a slider, but to me, it looked like a giant Red Mill burger, which is, in my opinion, one of the best hamburgers you can get in Seattle. Delicious. Mm -hmm. But where on earth was that ever a slider? I don't know. And it had American flags stuck (laughs) in it, and um, he called it a Southern State slider. And... um, my only question, because I, I think it was pretty solid standard American burger, except uh, for um, teriyaki bacon. It looked good, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay, we'll get through the rest of these um, fairly fast. So we have Aaron, and he has like a beef slider with just a hunk of cheese on top, and it doesn't even look like it was melted. No, it doesn't seem that interesting. And Gordon Ramsay's like, it's okay. But I feel like maybe something behind the scenes happened with Aaron because he I don't think he got a good night's sleep the night before something. or something happened because I felt like they were being very tender with him and he seemed very he seemed like a different child than he has on mm-hmm. past episodes. So well that's something to be on the lookout in the future. Yep. Um and we talked about Jaden and he has his his ju- judgment. And then, uh-oh, Evie. I know. The Evie was a weird one for me because they cut into it like it was going to be her burger because she yeah. had the trick up her sleeve. And she only made two and they were supposed to make three. Yeah. So they had to do something to, like... The fake out. Yeah, either make her great or bad, one of the yeah. two things. And so they cut in her burger in half and they're going to do this big reveal of the inside of it. And to me, it looked like... A square of cheddar cheese from one of those old-fashioned cheese plates that you'd get. The cheap ones where you'd put one toothpick in the square of cheese. Like at your Aunt Donna's Christmas party. Yeah, like at your Aunt Donna's Christmas party cheese plate. uh, And they just had cheddar was one of the options. And you took a toothpick and you stuck it in. It just lodged in the middle of the burger. (laughs) Just not melted. It just, was, it was just kind of solid. oily. It was like a little, little bit on the oily and side. And Gordon Ramsay cut that burger. And like it was gold. Like he had been mining for gold in the <laughs> um, hamburger mines. And he came up with a nugget. And he's like, this this is so good. This this cheese and burger, which I've never heard of before. It was a completely original. Are they original call it Juicy Lucy's or 
or something? Yeah. Like, that's not. He's like, this yeah. is whatever. You know, this is the best burger I've ever tasted. It's so good. And then he's like, I am going to base a burger in my <laughs> restaurant on your burger. I am going to give you royalties from that burger. And then um, he said, and we'll use your original burger here to develop something interesting. Which, taken literally means it is not interesting. Yeah. It, it, it's beef, so we're going to do a beef. Yeah. I thought, it, I thought they were over, he was over the top with like the praise because she only made two burgers. Right. And that usually is, you're out of here if you can't fulfill the challenge. And I do not think, one, they wanted to cut her because I think she is a very good home chef mm-hmm. or a little um, or child chef. And um, I think she adds a good amount of color um, to the whole competition. Um, and her burgers by far were not the worst. No, they weren't the worst. I mean, somebody made a crab smoothie and <laughs> and he stayed. <laughs> so. He didn't stay. Oh, he didn't? No, no. So, yeah, we see that... J- oh, wait. oh, my gosh, you're right. Yeah. <gasps> because Jaden went home. That's right. Raw turkey went home, as it should have. Yeah, for sure. How can it be both raw and dry? And poor Christina's trying to, like... She I doesn't want to get a, sick. And, and, of course, Jaden knew. So he yeah. was, like, already, like... But I felt, I felt bad for him... Nayeli, though, man, I know. She, that broke I my know. heart. I know. And you know, like, I think Arone was crying along with me. Like, yes. it, I could tell he was really sad to see her go as well. Yeah. Well, and that, that, um, that was kind of the end of the show. Um, before we went, I did want to mention that uh, the Seattle Times has an article about Sadie. From uh, MasterChef Junior. What does it say? have to say? Well, um, she got to go and hang out with um, Tom Douglas. Okay, so a lot of you guys know who Tom Douglas is. He's one of the um, more famous um, chefs from Seattle. He has a re- kind of a restaurant empire here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And the his bakery, which is called Dahlia, mm-hmm. has the best coconut cream pie you will ever have anywhere in the world. Yep. So if you come to Seattle, you have to get at least a slice of that coconut cream pie. Tons of other great restaurants, yeah. too. And so she got to go hang out with Tom Douglas, and her mom talks about how she knew she liked food as a baby because she liked, um, uh, she she put a spoonful of crappy rice cereal in her mouth, and she immediately wanted more. So she knew <laughs> she liked food. I, I'm just reading the article. Back in the olden days, it's funny that that was her first bite because now I think when you have a child, they um, they don't eat solid food until like, I don't know, until they're like nine months old or yeah. seven years old or something. Like they're on the liquid more or liquid gold. Um, but back in the olden days, babies, like, I swear I, I remember babies being fed, like, rice, that rice cereal mm-hmm. when they were four weeks old. Like, yeah. I think my niece Amanda, we were shoving that stuff into her little mouth 
And she was storing in her cheeks like chipmunks, but she was an infant. Yeah. So that was how they knew. Yeah. And then... Sorry, that was a tangent. <laughs> that's all right. And uh, Julie, they, Tom Douglas and uh, Sadie got to bond over Ju- uh, Julia Child because Tom Douglas had met Julia Child many times over the course of his career. Um, my my favorite quote in the in the article um, is uh, that he Tom Douglas said that she is like a robot cooking robot, uh, and also um, that and she said that Tom Douglas is her spirit animal. <laughs> That's a slightly <laughs> condescending, maybe. I get. But- I like how the um, Seattle Sadie and her family—they're pretty smart to leverage this um, this Master Chef Junior show as a way to kind oh, of sure. get in good graces with Tom Douglas. That's brilliant. Yeah, become his friend. It's always good. Yeah. All right. So next week um, we're gonna have our own um, demoing, breaking down a duck. Um, Brielle, I don't know if you saw this, but Brielle looks like she has. A rubber chicken foot in her hair is mm-hmm. a decoration. Um, and oh, Christina is showcasing the cupcake skirt. And I'm with Evie when Evie whispers, she's beautiful. It's gorgeous. <laughs> so much to look forward to. All Bye, right. Guys. Thanks. Bye.